Welcome to It's No Secret. I'm Catherine Cuellar. During their first semester at the University of Texas at Austin, David Garza and Chris Searles progressed in just a few weeks from playing with bassist Jeff Haley for tips to recording. In this episode, they reminisce about live jams captured on 4-track and Jambox, which became their debut cassette. Now you're going way back to the beginning, September 1989. Percussionist Chris Searles. You're saying recording session-wise, you remember the very first one my, with Officer Bocephus. I'm pretty sure that was the first night, you know, the, after the first play uh, on the West Mall, the first little performance on the West Mall, that we we did that. Then we went and had pizza. Then it was like, we should go record, you know, in, in classic David style. <laughs> and Could you know, be. you're like, okay, I'll call my friend Matt Mailer. And, and we didn't expect, it was the same kind of thing as we just thought, well, let's just see if we can pay for this. Bassist Jeff Haley. By making some do-yourself recordings. Need more pizza. Need more pizza. And it's fun. And it's better than studying uh, counterpoint. <laughs> and uh, and reading about light motives and verity. So we... Um, oh, God. That's a funny memory. <laughs> we decided to get together at your apartment and record on a four-track recorder. And so then we, that's why it started so late is because it took a while to get everybody together. So then we got together at my place at eight or nine or whatever, you know, and then the tape started rolling at 10 or 11 and it didn't take that long, but still, you know, we were playing at two 30 or three in the morning, having the time of our lives, just kids with instruments. We got my friend, Matthew Malo to engineer it, turn the knobs, press stop, press play, but you sure 58s to record and, and we did six songs. I'm pretty sure at least some of them we'd never played before. We probably took your mattress, your futon mattress and put it against the door for sound installation. <laughs> yeah, we were in the kitchen in the little living room. There was just a, it was a two room apartment. And, and one of the things I love about that session is that you played your drum stool with your drumsticks. Final seated drums thrown. And they still called the cops on us. <laughs> yeah, so we, we started recording like at 11 o'clock at night. Probably took at least two hours to get a decent sound. And then um, we started recording the songs. And then about three or four in the morning, we heard a knock on the door of Officer Bocephus. And you being the leaseholder on the apartment, you answered the door. Because he told us we need to shut it down. And then he added, and now... I hear you're recording drums. <laughs> so I, lo I love that the and was in there. Like, on top of all of your other offenses, I'm, <laughs> I'm charging you officially for playing drums. It went from a misdemeanor to a felony at that point. Uh-huh. <laughs> you we could blame whoever that was that called. I mean, it, yeah. must, it really was 2.30 or 3 in the morning at that point, and... You know, I mean, that would drive anybody with a regular job to call the cops. Rather be lost where you play the washboard and W play harmonica.
The washboard's kind of loud. That might have been one of the offenses. Now I hear you're washing clothes. <laughs> To the poorest, and then we drive on the roads they pave. In the garden I have, I will always water, though it may never grow. The questions I have, I will always wonder, though I may never know. Atmosphere, Jupiter, nuclear wars. I'll see all these on my next vacation if I save my money and keep my grades up. It was pretty early on. It was like within two weeks of us playing. Yeah, I mean, it. it- it sounds like I really had no idea how those songs went. And you and David had sort of learned them. You, you know, you play great harmonically and everything. But yeah, I don't think we knew those songs very well at all. Like some of them, I think from my point of view, we must have played at least once like Song for Our World because it's such a difficult song to play. And the red, the yellow, the green Each day grow more hungry For the freedom that they're fighting for yeah, but the red the white and the blue we can't decide which drug to do huh? so we do them all every every day that's why all of your friends die all of your cars have air conditioning all of your friends say hi it's just my tough luck uh-huh, isn't it all of your jet planes fly all Cars have air conditioning, all of your bedrooms die. It's just my tough luck, uh-huh, isn't it? It's just my tough luck, uh-huh, isn't it? It's just my tough luck, uh-huh, isn't it? What does this all mean? What does this all mean? David Garza, lead singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Los Angeles in the hotbed of homelessness. Why are the homeless so always far away from home? 12%, 12% rise in homelessness in 2019. Do you know how many people that is? That's thousands of people. Every single day from 6 a.m. in the morning until I pick up Samara at the bus, bus stop every night, we, we run into homelessness. Every single day. It's mental illness. What does Samara do? She administers to the homeless. That's all she does. Why the homeless are always far away from home? Why are the homeless here always far away from home? Why are the homeless so always 
when we recorded those songs, you know, it's a lot of that stuff's on there. We play Burnwood, you know, and, and that's about maybe one of his first painful breakups or whatever. I didn't really understand what S-U-S-A-N, what we were doing. It just was fun, you know? They were He was telling the truth about love at that stage in life. On Burnwood lives my love. On Burnwood is the one I dream of. On Burnwood there's a castle. My princess is there. She's there. She's there. On Burnwood there's a bed. On Burnwood my love lies her head. On Burnwood there's a castle. My princess is there. She's there. She's there. But deep in me I really mean it. Deep in me I can't conceal it. Deep in me I'm gonna squeal it. There's no way I can never get away. S-U-S-A-N is mine. I think of her all the time. Now I'll say it one more time. S-U-S-A-N. Vernon was amazing. It's my um, amazing, like truly my, my, my high school girlfriend. I mean, like Richie Valens had Donna. I have Burnwood. She's my Donna. And, and she was the perfect woman. And she was so smart. And I was probably more in love with her brother, Tim, than her. Because he was so cool. And this guy ended up being a banker in Turkey, like this amazing dude. On Burnwood lives her sister. On Burnwood is where Romero kissed her. On Burnwood there's a castle. My princess is there. She's there. She's there. On Burnwood is where her life is spent. On Burnwood she's student council president. On Burnwood there's a castle. My princess is there. She's there. She's there. But deep in me I really mean it. Deep in me I can't conceal it. Deep in me I'm gonna squeal it. There's no way I can never get away from this USA and his mind. On Burnwood Live, you would sometimes grab the mic and do like a Tibetan throat singer solo in the little bowing part in the middle. I have a feeling S-U-S-A-N would not have been nearly as entertaining if it hadn't been for your presence. But deep in me, I really mean it. Deep in me, I can't conceal it. Deep in me, I'm gonna squeal it. There's no way I can never get away.
Was so dear to me. We we never re-recorded that, I don't think, because it was it was perfect. I think that was our first moment of wisdom in Twang, is to not go back and, re and revisit that, and to, and to leave that for some for the people that were really there, Raphael, Joel, you know, people that we really really loved that were there. All those nameless like Mark and Matt and and the crazy kooky people at Taos Co-op that really were there because you need those people. Again, that was, that was that's like a Gemma song. It's all about Gemma. Because I just loved her so much. She, I just thought that she was gonna be my whole life. about heartbreak or love that was just profound and they still they're still relevant today you know it's a, it's a certain type of moment in your life I think one of the things that you really brought to the table besides your your drumming is the element of humor i think you were like like the, the rapping i think was at least 50 percent coming from your energy grab the mic for the rap yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, 
Vases and Shoes is another jam. That's a total Taoist jam. We never re-recorded that as well. The best stuff, we never did twice. You cannot repeat your first kiss. You cannot plan your first kiss and you cannot repeat it. It either happens or it doesn't. Without a doubt. Again, never re-recorded. It's perfect. Did we even record it? Is it really recorded? It was done it was live. It's like the purest twang experience, like we learned it on the fly and recorded it. You can tell, if you know twang twang, that he hadn't even written lyrics yet, all he had was the melody. So he just hummed the melody and uh, we did it in one take and there's a motorcycle that goes by loudly in the middle of the take and we, when we listen to the playback we're like, we don't care, like that's exactly the way we want it to sound. was amazing because that was when I realized that these brothers that we really had love because it was about melody not about lyric it, it, 1015 wasn't me singing oh it's October 15th and I'm hanging out in Taos Co-op it was a melody and it was a rhythm and that rhythm is a wapango rhythm it's, it's a, a Latin rhythm that these brothers knew enough to realize this is real like real eth you know you know, in terms of being an ethnographer or whatever, you know, ethnomusicologist. These guys knew, you know, like sometimes when you play poker, you pass. These guys passed on that. They're like, we don't know that we're, we're going we're gonna to hold our cards on this one. Let this fool do what he was doing. Because that was, I was riffing on a rhythm that was deep in my soul. This is really good. 
but, but, this is but, very good. It's a again, global vision. She sleeps in her dreams is basically 1015 redo. Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. It's it's the it's the, again it's three. I really don't remember because I was half asleep at that point, and I was just—it was for me that was like a slumber party from heaven. Twang Twang Chaka Booms October 1989 recording, the first semester, is available from major digital music retailers. It's No Secret is produced and edited by Jeff Haley and me, Catherine Quayle. Please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Seven, nine,